and welcome to episode 403 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the comic series A Viper and Vanguard, which has returned. It's Dan Butcher. Hello. And the man responsible for many returns... Not of comics, because um, he just keeps buying them, but and we'll get into that in a, in a, in a second. It's Mr. Tony Esmond. Hello. Um, have you? Are they speaking of which? No, hmm. no. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil spoil the ending. Yeah, about the topic. But yes, welcome to the show, everyone. This this weekly comics jamboree, where three odd gentlemen get together and rant. this week slightly angry gentlemen yeah, yeah 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 um well i mean some of us are angrier than others but i'm i'm sure as the chat continues we're all just gonna be little fountains of rage for for your <laughs> entertainment um and of course before we get stuck into it we just gotta say this is just our opinions and, yeah, uh, yeah. This is strongly held. Albeit strongly held. They could be <laughs> ill-informed. They could, they could, there could be experience involved. There could be all kinds. But it's just our opinions on things, and we value your opinions. So we'll let you let you know where to get in touch with your take on whatever we're going to talk about a bit later. But one thing you should take on, <laughs> you should take on our sponsors, Comic House. How was that? I don't know, but there was that Take weird. Me. There was a weird car salesman chuckle I did then. I felt a little bit. Uh, yeah, you go sort of. You go a bit partridge. I do a little bit partridge. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please check out our lovely sponsors, Comic House. They are an indie comic marketplace with a difference because they love indie comics just just as much as we do, just as much as you do, and you must love indie comics because that's why you're listening to this show because that's what we talk about. For the majority, we do have a little bit of mainstream chat mm. occasionally. But if you go on uh, Comic House, you can see uh, comichouse.com. There's a huge selection of titles on their database. If you self-publish yourself, you can also list your book on there. And it's another avenue to get your work out to, to the populace. Don't use that. Last week, book. we recommended a book that's only on there. Exactly. Yes. The only place you can get SCI is on there. On, yeah. on, but on where? Why? On the on comic, comic house, house. On the Comic House app. I love the way you emphasize house then, Tony. I was trying to sound German because it's yeah. not spelt like a normal house. Like, it's like, H-A-U-S, Like, isn't it? like Werner yeah. Herzog. House. <laughs> uh, I wish I, I could do him. I, I, I wish love that I could, dude. Uh, that, yeah, and, he, and he's got the best voice in the world ever. Um, if you ever seen Werner Herzog eats a shoe? Have you ever seen that? No. What? Because it is, is it, who's a geezer Morris? Is he betted his mate that he wouldn't make a film. Just to almost encourage him to do it in a way, yeah. and he made the film. So he said, "I said, I bet you won't. I, I bet you I'll eat my shoe if you make that movie." And he did make the movie, and so they made a short movie about Werner Herzog cooking a shoe. Because it's classic <laughs> Werner Herzog. It's like I decided to cook this in this way and use some seasoning, and it's like yeah. a fucking fifteen-minute movie about the him shoe like eating his own shoe. The yeah. shoe represents <laughs> the endless battle against our own souls. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's quite a very Bavarian accent, isn't it? They reckon, yeah, yeah, in Germany, yeah. And no, right, I like yeah. him. I think he's good. Yeah, yeah. but I'm sure... Wrath of God is one of the. I was going to say we, we got some new tiles on uh, Comic House. Can I uh, take? Yes, please, Dan. Sorry, I, I tell you what, that Hang was out of a segue yeah. back to it. I was just yeah, about to say, yeah. I'm sure Werner checks out the Comic House. Yeah. Dan just goes anyway. Well, back to yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what have we got, back, Dan? Back on brand, we've got uh, Chrome <laughs> Sky and Chrome Sky issue one and two. Uh, that looks. Nice. We've got uh, Lurker issue two, Circus Sanguis. Was that C- Circle of Blood? I believe. 
Metal Bastard Adventures. Oh, I'm going to click on <laughs> what a brilliant what name, right? Uh, story synopsis into metal then get into metal bastard adventures a furiously funny and out of control series of adventures featuring human record known as metal bastard join this man of mountain of pure heaviness as he battles through a world that just ain't heavy enough for him but remember if you don't like metal get out of his way uh i've got okay. i have to read this now and we've got a uh, colin undead from the same people uh envision comics uk in this comedy horror one-shot from Vision Comics, lovable pet dog Colin is sent to an early grave after being hit by an ice cream truck, only to rise from the dead to unleash a bloody rampage on the neighbourhood. These sound uh, good. Why have I not seen these before? I think these yeah. are just on the app. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, updates all the time with fantastic comics like this. Very good. So, uh, go check out Comic House. Yes, uh, yes, Comic House. Uh, to find out more about your 14 day free trial and to definitely get involved in the app because it's only like three pounds a month for, for comics, which for all of those comics and more, which is a steal compared to what we're just about to talk about. Which may warning before what you're <laughs> about to hear may contain yeah. ranting. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we try to stay. We try to stay away from it a little bit, but like every so often, the full moon comes out, and uh, we just can't help ourselves. Um, and as always, we're we're comic fans. We're comic readers, like you, lovely people out there. Buyers, comic buyers, comic buyers. As, yeah, yeah. And you know what it's like with your friends. There's debate going backwards and forwards about the things mm. you've read, the things you've bought. What was what was it like in the comic book store? What was your online purchases like? That's essentially what we're going to do a bit of this, yeah. Today and uh, uh, Tony, I, I think didn't you you wanted to kick us off this week? Let me let me uh, let me set the scene for you. Oh my god! In this one, so do you I know need, me. Do I, do I need to put any backing music to this? I uh, know, but you know me. I'm a quite scruffy, aren't I? So every twice a year, maybe at the most, I go and get my hair cut. Yeah, I go in the same place because it's a short walk from my place. And every time I walk in there, they go, "Hey, Tony, back again, aren't you? How's work? How's the family? Yeah." I do that without being prompted. Yes. Uh, every Sunday morning, every Sunday, every week, if I'm if I'm in England, I go to a certain cafe Nero. It's just a chain of coffee shops. There are others available. You and uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, I buy a coffee. And as I walk in, because I like to go and read for the comics for that we're going to be talking about in the evening, the uh, they go, "Hey, Tony, are you back? Same as usual." Oh, yes, thank you. I will have. Um, now, the my local comic shop, which I'm not going to name as part of this, but some people might know, um, there's a cafe around the corner from there. Yeah, and probably once every two months, I go in there and with a friend or you know meet a pal or something. Been comic shop shopping with, and as I walk in there, I walked in there yesterday, and the woman went, "Hey, yeah, you back again? Black coffee, same as normal." And I sat down. And I thought, yeah, it's nice. And that yeah. what we call in the trade is um, good service, customer good service. Isn't it's it? it's a classic. Like you can't beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't. Can you? It's great. Yeah. Now I walked into my comic shop, um, the one that I've been going to for about I'm going to say about three years. Um, and a comic shop that I spend roughly between three and four grand a year in yesterday. That's a wedge. That is, yeah, it's not, that is it's not nice. a small amount of money. No. Yeah. Um, which I work very hard for, you know, and we're going to go through the prices in a second because I think I said the prices to Vince and he had a meltdown on the phone. <laughs> um, I feel like <laughs> sometimes, listeners, I feel like slapping him. <laughs> and we all have our role to play, don't we? Yeah. I walk, yeah. I walk, yeah. I walk up to the, the counter. And I said, oh, hello, yeah, because I'm a friendly guy. Um, can I have my pool list for this week? And the person behind the counter went, oh, what's your name again? <laughs> and I thought, I come in here every week, buy comics, and yeah. it's always you standing behind the counter. 
And I said my name. And he says, <laughs> one day I'll remember that. And I said, uh, well, it's only been three years. <laughs> and uh, I th- it looked like he'd been shot with a crossbow bolt, to be fair. I thought he was going to cry. It was that bad. <laughs> so, and I shouldn't laugh. Then, I, I'm gonna, I might have to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he handed me a pile of comics. I'm going to say conservatively, eight of which I hadn't ordered. Um, and didn't know, want to read and didn't know anything about. Like, I don't buy Captain Marvel. I'm sure Captain Marvel is a very good comic, but I personally don't read it. Fair enough. And um, oh, well, 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 the point is, it's not actually in your list. That's, no, it's not. It's, yeah. no. But you used, that service used to be good in as much as like, right, oh, you didn't notice, but like they brought out a Green Lantern annual, and I know you like Green Lantern, so I've put this in there. Do you want it? Go, oh, yeah, I do actually. Or no, yeah, I yeah. don't. Not just no. here's some shit. No, don't be silly. We don't get that. You don't get that in comic yeah. shops. In uh, well, you do. This is wrong of me to say that because there are a number of good comic shops in this country, and yes. I would like to shout out Daniela OK and yeah, um, okay. Alex yeah. Alex the Strange Apparition. So I think are marvelous. And if they were near, I would go in those shops. Um, but so I got that. Um, so I handed them back. Didn't say anything as I handed them back to him. Um, and then I went to this till and I paid for my comics. And I sent you the copy of the receipt this week, didn't I? Um, now, for one of the... For, so this is Marvel Comics, 20 pages of story currently in Marvel Comics. Um, uh, £3.90 for a comic. Yeah. Um, now, in dollars in America, they're three ninety nine. Now, I don't think the pound's that weak at the moment. In fact, I looked it up, and at the moment, the pound is... If, if it was directly changed, it would be £3.20. Right. So, May, uh... I think quite a lot of more... <laughs> quite a lot more uh, money on top of that you know what i mean and yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, that's like for like cover price isn't it so pretty much you may as well just say same as dollar cover price mm. might we you may as well yeah yeah um and i just feel like we're being used we're being used like an open wallet these days so a few weeks a few weeks before that just before i went away on holiday i was queuing up outside at 10 30 in the morning there was three sort of I like to refer to it as the Wednesday warrior type, even though it's a Saturday morning, you know, the regular weekly comics types. And the person who, another person who works in that same shop, came to the door, looked through the glass in the door, saw us standing there, didn't say anything, didn't acknowledge us, and just unlocked the door and then walked back to the till again. <laughs> and I thought, then we sort of looked at each other, the, the customers outside, and it, as if to say, are they open or what happened there? Yeah. And that's... then. And then well, it wasn't me. Somebody just opened the door and we walked in. And if it was me and I was in that shop, I'd say, oh, come in, guys. Yeah, morning. How you yeah, doing? morning. How you doing? That's, yeah, just, no. that's just what everyone does. Though. <laughs> yeah. Now, there are there are the honourable exceptions at my shop because um, people who know Greg and, Greg and Tom will say hello to me. But um, And, and Greg, when he, he happens to be on the counter, which he, to be fair, I haven't seen him for the last few weeks, Um will occasionally mention something to do with comics. Like he he was going to go to Anglem and then he didn't, you know. Okay. But at no point has anyone else in that shop said to me, have you seen this? Have you thought about this? Um, nothing like that. And don't forget the amount of money I spend. I'm not saying you have to be treated politely because you spend money. I don't agree with that. But it used to be. So I put, so this is what I was thinking about. It, it used to be that a comic shop was a community area. You know, and people do sell their shops as being a place for community. Yes. You know what I mean, and this is not just me because I watch the Wednesday Warriors buy their stuff as well. Mm. Yeah. So I know that it's not just me getting this treatment because I'm usually in there for about three quarters of an hour at least. Now, so I put a thing out on it on three separate forums, all which contain one of his R Slack, 
all of which contain people who are regular comic shop buyers. Wow. And it very much seems to me that the comic shops in America are much friendlier places. And I don't know if that's something to do with a sort of the way that customers are treated over there. You know, American. Or culturally, they, yeah, American like customer services usually. It does seem to be better, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? Um, it, sometimes it's a bit too much for me when I've encountered it, if I'm honest. It's a bit kind of like. Yeah, it can it, be, right, can't right, it? Right, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. the other side of it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But no, never anyone has said to you know well, I'm looking through my pile of comics. Oh, that's good. Oh, have you read that? I haven't read that. What's that like? Are you enjoying it? What about this? Have you tried this? Who's the new artist on that book? What's the writing like? Nothing. You know, like pretty much. I think when Andrew hasn't been there for a while, Andrew made the old comment about stuff when I was cancelling and ordering different books and stuff. He said, I remember him mm-hmm. saying to me, oh, "I can see why you're not. You drop that one. The iron is good on that one. You know, and stuff like that." So, but I haven't seen Andrew for a while. But when they stop talking about their hangovers and eventually come and serve you, you know. Um, you get you get that they can't even yeah. remember my name. Yeah. I'm not being not, like not you great. should know who I am. I'm not that bloke. To, no, but to, yeah. to play to this... jo- then joke about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, you guys obviously know how I feel about this anyway. But I'm just going to play a little devil's advocate here. Yeah, right. Um, because I'm totally with I'm totally with you in any way, shape, or form. But let's just put it like this. Um. At the end of the day, and I fucking love comic book shops and all you wonderful independent comic book shop owners out there that, that aren't like this. I've spent um, cu- cumulatively ama- some people's lifetimes in comic shops. We've had, amazing, <laughs> we've had amazing yeah. experiences in comic book shops with lovely people. Yeah. So, um, But it's also, it's a shop. And um, this is me being devil's advocate. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's a shop and it's just someone's job in the way that I'm not I'm so scared that some people are going to be, think I'm dismissing everything which is why I need to back up the fact that I'm on Tony's side um, in the fact that like being in a super that it, it, if, if it's a storefront much in the way as if you're working in HMV or if you're working in a supermarket yeah I know man but I think do you see what I mean it's, it's a, just it's someone's also job not... rather than they might have gotten that job and not really care about comics. How important mm. is that to you? Does that make sense? Someone has got it because they want a job. Yeah, but there's a lack of professionalism there, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah I agree. Shows yeah, and I think yeah. even even like the bakers in the village where I live, you know, they know my, you know, when I go in and buy stuff, you know, how are you doing? You know, you know. What'd you, what'd you buy? So, what'd you buy? Uh, uh, usually a brown loaf. I love a brown loaf. He's got me bike outside. But the, <laughs> the, but do you know what I mean? It's like, that's, I think we're really missing that. And I think the problem is happening now where they're just putting the prices. And I'm not just saying this is my comic shop because it's, you know, I did compare. Kind of universal. Yeah, I compared comic prices across the country today. I was looking through them all, you know. It is yeah. the most expensive mm-hmm. of them all, but there are a couple of other shops that charge the same. Um, we're just seen as an open wallet now, and they just yeah. keep putting the prices up and keep trying to offload stuff in pool lists to me. And are just and I wouldn't even mind, you know, if they're going to fuck me in the ass, at least tell me my name. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a drink okay. first. Yeah, yeah. 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 Get the impression because it's kind of like uh, getting the circle in the drain thing. So that we just got to make as much money as we can. But you're doing the thing of rather than look at other issues, you're just yeah. directly jacking the price up and How? just trying to ride it out. It's yeah. just a path to oblivion. Like yeah, I, I can't see it. It's a road to ruin, isn't it? Basically, yeah. But like. How quickly, and you regular uh, comic, sh- 
comic shop guys will know this. How regular? How regular do the new titles drop significantly in price? Do you know what I mean? Like, not past sell by date, because it's obviously it's comics, so they don't have past the sell by date. But in the way that, like, we hear in the in the US, I'll oh, give it a couple of months and it's in the dollar bin. Yeah. You know, how quickly does that happen? It's, you know, is it not that far? Because if it's not that far, then they are just making just stupid, you know, the life, what is the life expectancy of a monthly comic? In terms of yeah, full price, I, yeah, I think it depends on the yeah. shop. I know, I know a shop near me here that will put five p on it and stick it in the back issue bins because they added a backing board to it, you know. And I don't think that works because if you're not no. going to buy it, you know, the original. Yeah. Mm. But when you get just twenty pages worth of reading and it's costing us almost four quid, you know, it's yeah. some of the modern stuff I've read as well. I've just gone from being really annoyed to it to this to the the worst thing, which is apathy. I just don't. <laughs> It's not even that I don't care. I just don't even think about it yeah. anymore. It yeah. just, it's but just the, shit. The, the, they're, they're feeling they've got to prop up the industry by just d- dipping into our pockets, and it's going to stop people buying. It's just not a workable model. No, it's not. It's it's people not, can't it's afford. It's only, in a couple of years, it'll be five quid an issue. You watch. Yeah. yeah. It's but, ridiculous. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's another thing is when it comes to like the, the larger publishers, the larger books, there's no heart in it. There's absolutely no heart in it. We talk about making small press comics and we talk about making independent comics. And obviously, when you do this and off your own pocket, sometimes your comic, you may not want it to be, but your comic, you have to charge it at a higher price because of printing or That's fine. all this thing. But when you when we read it, we see the heart and the soul and everything you put into it. I will gladly pay, uh, you know, four, four quid for like a 24-page book by an indie creator... It, you know, because they put their heart and soul in it. But four quid for 20 pages from a mainstream book that looks like it doesn't even mean anything in the long and run. And it's got it's adverts in it filler. as well. It's just filler. Yeah. yeah. Why? You know, because there's, and there's so much of it now because there's different levels of it, isn't there? Because of all the events and all the tie-ins and all the, you know, what are the issues between events? Do they mean anything? Probably not. So there's so much filler. Why should we be accepting all of this filler that means nothing, goes nowhere, and is essentially irrelevant in in three months? And I mean, it- I don't know what the answer is here, man. Though I don't know whether if we've got an industry that is basically being held up by men and women of a certain age who've got money they can spend, we're we're hitting like a big financial crisis now. Yeah. It'll only get worse, and the comic prices. I mean, they're talking about. DC comics are going up again. I saw some some nonsense bleeding cool thing saying they're going up again. But the you know, we won't be able to afford it and consequently the comics won't sell enough. That'd be the first thing to go. They won't be able to sell we won't be able to pay the artist a good price. And there's all this talk about artist payment at the moment going down and you know not having shifted and you know, sort of thing. Um I I was um I brought up just just basically the Amazon page uh, page for the book I'm gonna talk about a bit later. Yeah. Um and you're t- with those prices, Tony. Like, just say three pound eighty, three pound ninety, for three issues, pretty much. Um, th- this book for volume one, which is issues one to six, it's about fourteen pounds for a paperback yeah. for a paperback trade. That's six issues. Is um, it though? I think they've gone up as well. But it could go up a a little bit. But even so, you yeah. know, I I think 
with the with the increase in price it's only it's only accelerating the wait for the trade mentality that that comics is going to become i usually find a do an issue or two and if i really like it i'll, I'll get that in the trade because well I, I think a lot of stuff isn't going to trade now now guys i think that's the issue right. okay. a lot of stuff isn't really going to trade and they'll only it'll only go to trade if the issues are popular that's right. what's happening okay. if they think it's warranting it um so a lot of these books won't be there oh well no um, and, and and to be fair though also to be fair a lot of those books aren't going to make it i'm not going to miss because <laughs> a lot of the ones know. a lot of the ones i'm buying the trades of is because so many people have told me you got to check out this book it's amazing you know a department yeah. of truth which all of a sudden you've got i've got two three four albums of amazing music to listen to if you know what i mean it's like oh great you know but a lot of like especially with the, the, i think the, the superhero oh. genre is tired and dying on its ass well we'll talk about me. that so that, yeah. that's going to be discussed isn't it and i'll, yeah. I'll rec- dan's recommend but six the issues times yeah, yeah the, six, the six, down. six issues times six is 23 pound mm. 23 pound 40 to buy six issues of a series now that's for me was like the price of a nice hardcover yeah 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 i've read that fucking the new x-men one that came out this week and it was just like this is terrible like the majority of the issues, the characters sitting around talking to each other. It's like, <laughs> why, why have you got this? That's just... Which is that the main Jerry Duggan issue? Or... Yeah, I think so. Well, with the brood, that one. No, 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 not that one. It's the one right. where it's got the new team and they they do like an attack somewhere in the beginning bit, and then they start uh, sitting around talking about stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is shit. <laughs> right. I think, I, th- I think also with those sort of, but I mean, you know. We always talk about oh we love those like those issues that are they they're playing basketball and they're having a barbecue and like that's great yeah. but I don't want six issues in that they're, those issues are so amazing because they've, they've come after like ten episodes ten yeah. issues of you just should, absolute action it's usually the other yeah. way around now where it's kind of like there's pages and pages of them doing the side stuff and then one or two pages of them with the big story stuff and it's like what you got this out of whack it's it's interesting seeing them fucking playing a game of basketball because you don't ever see them doing it. But if that's you seeing the X-Men playing basketball every single fucking issue, you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see this anymore. It's a weird one because <laughs> we've, got, we've got a kind of balanced value for money with the fact that it is art. Now, yeah. um, I, I, am I getting value for money from an issue of a Marvel comic? No, I'm, I'm certainly yeah. not. Is the art worth the money? At the moment, very, very, very rarely. You know? I it, can't help but see it all as just poorly produce product now yeah really... we were laughing earlier weren't we at the new avengers and the uh alan alan davis on the avengers brilliant like that and then the the colorist just is half asked it there's no half-assed it. It. yeah even the credit at the beginning of the book was like why have you done that that's like i know it's supposed to, you're supposed to have a joke but it makes it seem like you're not taking it seriously and by looking inside the book i can tell that you haven't <laughs> yes yeah. you did that shot of shot of cap's head and it's like You've got his mask, the blue of the mask bleeding into his ear. The wingtips, uh, blue. You haven't coloured them white. And they've gone uh, to shadow him, a shadow under his nose, and it's just a round grey yeah. blob on yeah. his face. But and it, but the credit says colours within the lines. That's what the credit says. It's just, yeah, yeah. Oh, couldn't make it up, mate. You know what yeah. I mean? And there was um, another panel that um, Tony showed us before we start recording of, of a character stood in front of like a like a flame like a big bonfire yeah. they're making a big big speech and there's this weird shadow on this character's like underneath their nose around their nose and their face but they're right in front of a 
background <laughs> shadow. Yeah. It looks like they've been at a, been at, on a scat video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What worries me is like because they're they're dropping the rates to pan these guys, and they're yeah. like, well, I can't fucking spend five hours coloring a page. It's got to be like two hours or one yeah. hour. But but, but that's but I've seen that I've seen that say, excuse before where I put stuff up yeah. and people said, oh well, the page rate isn't very much. Is it? You're racing to yeah. the then, bottom then. Yeah, You're racing then to the bottom. I don't. You shouldn't just do a shit job. Yeah, don't, then don't do it. Exactly. Don't just do a shit job. I'm the one fucking paying for and it. And when it comes to yeah. colouring, and you know, I'm, I'm obviously I'm no colourist, and um, I also said this to the guys there. In terms of, I'm you know things like shadow and lighting, hugely important to like inking and and colouring and things like that. And I'm not confident in it. And sometimes when I do it, I can tell when it's off whack and it's not right. It's like, oh no, this looks good, and this doesn't look good. Which is why I love heavy shadows in in comics and stuff and and lighting and when that's done so well it's so good and that can be that goes for the same for the coloring but also if you're a colorist it's just the basic thing that if someone is massively it's like in front of a light source their face isn't covered in shadow it's the shadows are cast behind them this is just just do the basics i don't understand (laughs) how they fucked it up yeah, you know. You tell me, mate. And, and also, it's on top of Alan Davis's beautiful artwork. I know that's, a, that's that was my biggest issue. You know, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have got that book if it wasn't for Alan Davis because yeah. it's a bit of a weird one where they go back I, and I think be shitting myself stories. doing the colour. It's one of those things that yeah. because because this book they're selling it like oh it's like the old school you know sort of Marvel thing. They should have done the old school flat colours. That would have given yeah, it so. so much charm. Yeah, you know. Um, but colouring and stuff is something we're going to talk about. Ad nausea yeah. a, a future show we you know we've been i still don't get their, their their market like because they know like they must know a large part of their readership is the older crowd so they they market it this but then so much of the stuff they do bring out is for an audience that doesn't seem to be around or exist yeah do you know what i mean i i just absolutely bewildered by it who who are these kind i mean this is a bigger question to ask at this time on on the show but who are these comics for I know. Yeah. Um, and I'm not know. Sa- I'm I know not who sa- they hope they're for. Yeah. Um, you know. And, and, and I'm not saying, like, you know, I haven't bought, like, probably a, like a mainstream Marvel or DC sort of, like, superhero book in quite some time. You know, my, my tastes lie elsewhere with other, other different stories. But take me out of it. But who are, you making the com- who are you making the comics for in order for it to be a viable business? You know? It's mm. like, don't, don't lose... I mean... I mean, it's like an analogy. Say, say I was a, a, a romance book writer, and my books they did. The, oh, I'd, the, I'd love to see that. Okay. And like they sold well with sexy uh, romance. They sold well with married women between twenty-five and fifty. That's a core audience. I was getting majority of my money for that. And then I thought, well, I've got that audience, so I'm going to start going after the the fifteen to twenty male audience. So I'm going to have a lot more car chases and explosions in it. And then <laughs> the male audience don't buy the books, and then the female romance lovers like Royce well, moved away from what I like, and then they start dropping the books. It's just fucking insanity. I don't, I don't understand there, it. There is a real what is it with creativity, isn't it? It's, it's like music, you know. You get really into a band because, and you know, when they just start out and you're following them, and then all of a sudden they try to change their sound to be something else. And then, every, how many times have we been like, don't like any of their newer stuff? Nice. It's too. It's too pop. It's, you know, and and I think that works for a lot of creative visions or visual. People there's some people I'll follow. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's some people like that from a musical point of view, like Peter Gabriel. He's sort of reinvented himself a few times. Isn't he? There's I'll a way of all. evolving and like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I say reinventing, but also staying true to yeah. But the people and staying good. 
Yeah. Staying good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's not but to then, say you can't yeah. experiment. You can't do different things. You can't appeal. Like, well, this this story is is for these kind of people. But it just seems like I don't know. I don't know. It just it just boggles my mind. I and this is only me occasionally popping my head out of the trenches to see what's going on. Oh God, still a tire fire. Okay. I just I just feel like we're being sort of lent on to prop it up. Yeah. You know, I really do, and. And if you if you happen to say something like comics are too expensive or this comic isn't very good or, you know, I don't know who they're aiming comics at. You you literally attacked, get attacked for being toxic. Yeah. Totally. You know. Totally. It's it's um, I'm not a weekly warrior anymore. I haven't been for a long time. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it it's, is because the quality isn't. Uh, it's the you know, fucking Emperor's New Clothes all over. Like, there's an issue here. Like, can we discuss it? It's like, nope, can't. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying they're all bad guys. You know, I'm no, not saying that at all. I've read, I probably, I don't know how many I bought, I can't remember now, 15 this week. And there's probably maybe five of them I thought, ah, I like that. That's all right. Yeah, Although yeah. I did one of them with Savage Dragon. Now, if you compare the 399 Savage Dragon comic to the other comics, there's a lot of fucking comic in this book. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Fucking Miller. Great covering. Like, yeah, yeah. Mark Miller stuff, just loving it. I fucking couldn't get enough of it. Uh, yeah. but it's just there's, there's far too few of that type of book than the others <clears throat> I feel I don't know kind of uh, uh, just, it stresses me out not stresses me out I don't know yeah. what, just exasperated a little <clears throat> yeah and this is why you know we're we're looking we look elsewhere for our for what we love don't we or, or I still, yeah, yeah uh, for me like getting the small press and indie stuff I keep trying to find like the the best I can yeah. and then uh, shout yeah. out to you guys and when they you go, get uh, recommends of you guys love it like tonight yeah. we got we got an image comic me and Tony are going to talk about and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. fucking loved it I was like wanted was to good read man, the next yeah. I wanted to yeah. read the next one immediately it was really good I mean for, for me um, image comics is my favourite big publisher I know they're indie but let's face it they're 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 a they're a bigger publisher, aren't they, compared to a lot of the the smaller companies? That you know, the other the the other big names aren't so much. That's always, but I think that's because there's different types of stories being told. Do you know what I mean? There's lots of different. You know, there there is some odd superhero styling stuff there. There's also the horror books. There's, you know, I think for me over the past decade, Image has probably been the the publisher that I've bought more books than anyone else. I would say. Mm. Mm. You know. They're a good place to go just go and look for something different yeah. on there and, get and that's not to, one that's series. not to say there's yeah. so many books coming out from him, so that's not to say that they're yeah. all winners. Yeah. But Dra- Dragon's fucking good at the moment. I've just counted the pages. Twenty four pages of story uh, for the same price as the Marvel comic, and they actually colour within the lines. Loads of fucking <laughs> panels, loads of stuff in there, like four pages of um letters and replies from the editor as well. A pin up on the back, pin up on the back cover. You know. Feels like a classic much. comic. Yeah. I guess, I guess with the image stuff, you don't have to have like a great big loads of uh, knowledge about what came before it. You can just kind of get stuck in issue one's issue one, and yeah. away you go. Yeah, I mean, to just bring like it... manga. <laughs> oh, um, issue one, bro. But to yeah. bring us <laughs> sort of a, bring us around a, a little bit, Tony, mm. um, with your store experience. Yes, um, and. Like you say, you are a weekly comics comics buyer, and you have that list. I think you'll be a mug, mate. Um, yeah, that's what you said to me. I didn't use that. Actually, I was. Gonna, I, have, I have the word uh, mug written in my notes. Yeah, I the, basically because I, I'm a mug. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
burns and, me up when I buy a bloody digital one. It's like, well, I could add a 50, 50p to this and I can get the actual yeah, fucking yeah. physical thing. <laughs> yeah. But you're yeah, almost yeah. like, uh, is it, I don't know if this is the right, you're the sort of litmus test. If, because for so long when we started the show, you were the diehard. You were like, I'm just going to keep yeah. buying all of this. I'm just going to keep buying all of them. I'm just, you know, because I'm Marvel born, Marvel bred. Do you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. You know, or yeah. Whatever it was, you. It was always. I'm just going to keep buying them. I won't read them for ages because they're packing up, uh, piling up. But I'm, I'm a loyalist to, to the Marvel. Or to, you know, I'm taking Marvel as yeah. an example here. Mm, yeah. Um, and watching that get chipped away over the years yeah. has well, been I, a major. I do read them eye-opener. now, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do read them all. So I think I think you put me right on it, and I was, you know, it guilts me. The read part yeah. guilts me. Do you know what I mean? It plays yeah. heavily on my chest as I lay awake at night thinking yeah. about stuff I should read. So I decided, made the decision. My pool list will get read. Will get read by Sunday night. Yeah, I've got two left. I think. At this so point. let's look at okay. it like this. Your pool list went. You started to chip away at titles that you didn't necessarily want anymore. Am I correct in that? I have. I have done. Yeah. Yeah. You, ha- yeah. you have done. And now. You're making sure that you're reading them all. Yeah. Is that pull list going to decrease further? There's a couple on this pull list that are coming off. There yeah. you go. And, right, I okay. can, and that is so it's just getting. But smaller. also, you have to you also have to reckon in with that that I do buy a lot of sort of hardback collections. Yeah. And I do have the Marvel and DC apps as well. Yeah. So, for example, I'm going to drop Flash. Flash was great for a period of time, and it just a bit we had a, there was a big chat in the Slack about it. It appears to have just dropped off a cliff like virtually straight away. You know, and in like one month's time, it just mm. dropped off a cliff, and Bloody it's continued in that way. So I'm going to drop that, and I'm going to read it because I've got Ultra on the DC app, so I'm, I'm only a month behind. Mm. So it's okay, fine. so it's not really when a you big drop a title. Yeah. This is just a general question as well. That's what mm. I love about these just comic re- you know chats here. When you drop a title, especially a long running title, um, mm. how long do you give it before you go back? Do you ever go back? Do you wait until people say? It, you should start reading it again before you look it's at different it. now man because i drop a lot of titles and then i will revisit them on the app fairly quickly um in so the, the past digi- the digital sort of app has changed the game in terms of that it has for me yeah i think that also what has changed the game is say for example i'm going to drop marauders for example which i am yeah. i'm not actually enjoying very much at the moment it's not going to last another five issues anyway, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, what comic does, you know? So yeah, it's yeah. not as if I need to often to go back and revisit them because they'll have been cancelled, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, sometimes I feel bad, but sometimes I wait out a title because um, I just feel bad about cancelling comics at comic shops. I've, to be fair, off this weekend, I shan't be. But the I, I will be, so I'll, I'll just wait till it gets cancelled. I wasn't enjoying the new um, Superman and I was re- it was just piling up, and I thought, oh, it's gonna get-. and then I heard it's going to get cancelled, so I thought, oh, I don't need to go in and cancel that book now. Ain't that bad? Ain't that bad? That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, dear. But it's just, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think when you're a long-termer, it's it's hard, isn't it? You know. Yeah. And it's not, look, the, these aren't things to, there are, other, there are bigger things in the world to, you know, shout about this. This isn't something to get irate and and throw death threats at anybody no. about or just anything like that. It's it's just it's just a bit sad. Do you know what I mean? It's just all. Uh, and at the end of the day, just put our money elsewhere. You know, with the price of living going up everywhere across the world, they, they how these companies are thinking it's a good idea to keep pushing the prices up, but not keep you know. But well, I think in the same the quality. I think in a, it, 
Yeah, as a micro, the you know, a micro example of the way I've been treated by staff at my comic shop, that can be, um, you know, described as something that is happening all across comics now. So, you know, a lot of comic companies really need to invest in their customer base a bit mm. more rather than just get trendy people onto their bloody YouTube channel to interview them because they happen to be a journalist in The Guardian or some nonsense like that, yeah. you know invest in their uh, and it's it's a much i tried not to be part of that crowd the 2000 ad crowd where they say they don't like their customers anymore they're looking for other customers they're looking for other areas and i don't i really don't want to be that bloke but i kind of felt that a bit this week mm. you know and i think a lot of companies are like that i think marvel and dc image are a strange one because they're kind of just a platform to publish on yes they, yeah yeah you know, but you know, for example, if a certain company has got the Star Wars license, you want to see them invest in their Star Wars comics fans. You yeah, know, they've got the Star yeah. Trek license. You want to see them. You don't want them to actively piss off the people. You know. Yeah. We that know. Seems- we know what a Star Trek comic. Yeah. Star Trek fans want a Star Trek comic. Don't we? It's easily guessable, isn't it? It's weird because it's yeah. gone. Uh, that's that. Uh, it's kind of a bigger topic with the generating interest and noise and noise about your product is to fuck off the fan base so they actively start talking and complain about it it's but weird like, isn't it yeah. i think if you we can look at this strategy over the years and the, the comeback for it i think they're going to find this in the negative it's great that people are talking about your stuff but they're talking about it negatively and it's kind of causing brand damage that i think it's not irreparable but doesn't do it any favors i mean if you'd have said to uh the fan base like 10 odd years ago like what Star Wars is now and how people talk about it. It's so fucking yeah. divisive. Yeah, like, it really is. That, and it's and, really and, and argumentative. Also, there, there's it? a, I mean, like to further that point, Dan, I, I think like there's no such thing as bad PR is bullshit because there is. Yeah, so, totally. Sometimes um, if someone turns out to be an absolute piece of shit, they're done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you think about that as a brand, as a comic character, as something like that, if you do something that will, irrevocably harm that thing more people these days are likely to go no i'm done and be openly vocal about it back in the day there wasn't the internet there wasn't all of this so we didn't hear about this but now there's just sort of like no i'm done and they'll just rant about it yeah the the quiet walk away is a big thing at the moment isn't it yeah it really is this kind of thing of going up against the people your fans and the people who enjoy your stuff is relative well the past couple of years it never would the idea of saying that to like someone who enjoyed your product years ago saying well we've changed it to this and if you don't like it you're the problem is fucking yeah. nuts to me <laughs> this is on this is on you <laughs> like coke coke didn't they change the flavor the the, the the coke and everyone hated it so they immediately changed it back no problem yeah. it wasn't like we're going to stick to our guns and sort it out they, they have this with like logos they've changed their logos on companies and been a backlash and they've changed it immediately but nowadays i feel like it'd be like well we're changing this if you don't like it fuck off <laughs> it's just <laughs> it do don't they yeah, yeah it feels that way doesn't it yeah yeah yes yeah, it's, it's a shame isn't it it really is, it is a shame yeah and i mean i know um i mean I've, I've heard of you know certain comic companies actively pursuing conventions for the use of names you know this sort of thing um i've heard of comic companies actively telling um creators that they're not allowed to go on certain platforms to promote their books that's nuts. Can you imagine, know, like, your your creators doing free publicity for you about the product that's going to earn you money? Yeah, and you say no, you can't do that because of politics or whatever fucking yeah. reason. Is that- I know, I know of two different podcasts where um, they've approached creators and the 
company that they're working with have told them they're not allowed to go on that podcast. Okay. Yeah, madness. Yeah, it's madness. <laughs> I don't I understand know if would... there was a podcast that was run by serial killers, you know, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really right. that, is it? Yeah. You know, there's no sort of, uh, you know, no Adolf Hit- pr- Adolf- proud, the Proud Boys podcast or something, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> Adolf, oh, comics Adolf Hitler would like if he was alive, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is nuts, nuts. Yeah, it is. Anyway, hopefully we'll move on from this age of strife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Into a, a new we're golden not talk, age. We're not talking about the Marvel character Strife, who was in Executioner's song. Uh, which, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that character. Um, he's been back, hasn't he? Oh, has okay. He? Oh, I read him recently. Yeah. I'll tell you what's an interesting thing is, is when you think of a comic book, comic book character you used to like, not a main character, just say a supporting character, or, or you know, maybe you only saw them in a couple of issues. Look up what's happened with them, and like on a Wikipedia or, or a database, mm. or whatever. Sometimes it's fucking depressing. Yeah. Because like, when you think, <laughs> oh, I really like that character, and then you read all the things that they've done with them since, you think, what? I one that got me that week because I don't read it. You might be able to enlighten me this this with, with Mister Sinister. And like other Mister Sinisters come out because he's got like that diamond shape on his yeah, head. Yeah, there's four of them now. Yeah, there's four now. Yeah. It's like the the club, the heart, and like the, yeah. the playing cards. It's like, who thought this up? This is <laughs> this is this is terrible. This is really why? What? Why? I didn't yeah. even know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I can't remember who's who, but there's there's a certain character who's got the club and the heart. You know. Why? Because that's because that's clearly where that was based on on was, playing yeah. cards, isn't it? Playing that's cards. Really, yeah, yeah. Oh God, you can imagine uh, these meetings, can't you? It's imagining yeah. kind of like the bad guys, and well, I'm going to go for the diamond in my head, obviously, because that what we doing theme playing card themed things yet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, my favourite one is whoever thought of giving Johnny Storm that moustache this week. Oh yeah, that my was, God, that obviously looked like it had been photoshopped on. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and it looks like someone who's drawn a moustache who's never seen a moustache in real yeah. life. It's kind of like saying you see like wire up rocking out, yeah, just like a, a yeah. waxed kind of deal. And it's like doesn't put his shirt on a lot either, does he? At the moment, yeah. sort of sits about. Everyone's dressed at a barbecue. He's ain't got his shirt on, and he's got that moustache on the go. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Um, here's a question for both of you: Have okay. you have you ever returned a comic that you've bought to a shop? Yep. Nah. Nah. Don't that think is. so. No, sure? I don't think so. I've, I've always, I'm trying to think should... if I bought a double of something and returned it. I don't think I've even done that. I was eating them, as it were. You've eat eaten the price. them. Oh, I was going say, you'd rather that eat said... them. You'd rather eat them than take them back. <laughs> I give a shout out to uh, Mixum. I had some dodgy copies of Viper turn up about 25.30. I got in touch with a customer services, a lovely lady I dealt with. I showed her the dodgy copies and they sent out the next day uh, replacements. And I can't fault that kind of customer service. Uh, so that's great. Customer service. Yeah. Five, five, yeah five, there's there's a couple of lovely words, aren't they? <laughs> service. Yeah. 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 And but, a big shout. We know. We know uh, a, a bunch of comic book shops that sometimes play this show in their store. Um, yeah. So if you're one of those stores and you listen to this, you know, we're not you, talking about you. Oh no, we're not talking about everyone. Yeah, no, 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 as I yeah. say, there's um, uh, the Harrogate shops. Great. You know the the OK Comics are great. You know Strange Apparitions are great. It's not everyone. Yeah. Man, if those shots uh, were down the road for me, I'd be, yeah, I'd be yeah, that person I'd, knocking I'd be on broke. the door at 8.30. I'd be fucking broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you go past some of those shops, there's like an old boy sitting in the front on the chair. Like that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'd 
<laughs> we like the Soprano. We'd be like the Sopranos just sitting outside. Yeah. Eating going, uh, does, does he work here? No, he never leaves. So, so <laughs> just going. I remember when they could cover yeah. in the lines. It was good times. <laughs> yeah. Get a comic, are you? I read comics thirty years, man and boy. <laughs> <laughs> That far show sketch. <laughs> oh, God. Thirty years, man. Boy. God. Oh no. But yes, it's um it's as always we say it, it's fascinating. It'll be interesting to see what it's like. But have you what has your comic book shop experience been like? Because we want to shout out the good ones as well. Yeah, uh, come and join we... the Slack. There was a lovely yeah. conversation going on about different shops and how they've changed and where's good and where's bad. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I found yeah. that there's a comic shop uh, in Bromley. I, I didn't know it's Piranha Press. Yeah. Piranha Comics or Piranha Press. Yeah, so yeah. I have to Piranha Comics. It, sorry, yeah, get made in there. One thing we like to do, and we like to discover new comic book stores as well. And we don't know. I, I don't know if we'll, we'll get any response to this, but um, in the shout outs, we'd like to shout out like a comic book store that we don't know about from all over the world wherever you are you could be in europe you could be in the u.s you could be yeah anywhere if you're, funding there's a good shop yeah if your in local store if yeah. your local store is really cool and you and you want to give them a shout out let us know and we will shout them out on this show because more people need to know about and sometimes you never know when there's a store right next to you <laughs> Sometimes I, I sometimes mm. I'm unaware of things that are right in front of my fucking yeah. eyes. So um, yeah, please get in touch with us, um, whether it be social media, the Slack, or or email, and just let us know what store you want a shout out and show some love to, because they're they're doing good work and it's you know yeah. Everybody and I like when we have when we've had Danielle on and all these sort of people, you know, I know I know it happened with Alex as well as Stranger Oppressions. We have them on the show, and then they they will get orders through. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You, know. you get the enthusiasm like sells the yeah. books. Really yeah. does. Really does, man. That's why, how we sell them every week. Yeah. You know, our people's Kickstarters make a couple of extra quid because we shout them out because we we really enjoy the comics. You know, mm. yeah. and that's the way to do it. If you're working in a record shop or you know I don't know a cheese shop, you'll be going, I love this bit of cheese. Have you tried this bit of cheese? Yeah. It's lovely. I'll buy that fucking cheese off the fact you're, you know, got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I said this. Even my... though he's dairy intolerant and it does absolutely hideous <laughs> things. Yeah. To Go straight through me. <laughs> <laughs> I use this axiom when someone asked me at work, you know, the film Drive, when uh, he gives his, his speech about like, in between this window for that five minutes, I'm fucking yours. Whatever happens, we go down. I, I'm, I've got you back. Minute either side of that, you're on your own. And like, I'm like that when I'm in work. When I'm in work, it's like, the fucking work heads on. We're doing the business, whatever. Yeah, I think that's what you should be like. Doing the, bi- doing the business. Yeah. One. Uh, oh, you and your right, sexy only fans. Job. The only fans. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that was. Um, I hope you enjoyed us. Just. Uh, yeah, I feel a... bad about fucking ranting about stuff like that at times. Yeah. yeah but. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too, man. But I think t- enough's enough. Yeah, yeah you, can't you guys aren't in a week by week. Time. No, so, see, yeah, you, this word is alien yeah. to me now, T. Yeah. I don't do it, so I, the only way I, get, I know about it is through you. This pro- the prices are just honestly unbearable now. Yeah, and I've got, I'm not short of money, and I've got a good job, and I've got a pension, but I'm not made of money. You can tell when you've been fucked over. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like, no, no way. Yeah. yeah, I've got a cracker to uh, shout out about in a minute, though. That's yeah. where you should spend your money. Yeah. Yes. So, what shout-outs have we got this week, then, gents? Ooh. Well, uh, as always, I'm going to give my Lawler shout-out. Well, actually, I'm not going to give it. Uh, what? Our special what? guest. What are we talking about? Hey. What? 
Have someone's entered the room. Oh God! Oh, it's Sue. Hey Sue, Sue. Hadrill, you're right, Sue. Hello. Back. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Good. All the all the better for hearing from you. So <laughs> so, why are you here? Is it to talk about Lawless? God, that was really bad. Our acting that was fucking awful. That went out of a cliff. It's a shame we missed it, out on the Oscars over last weekend. I know. It could be quite possibly, I'm here to talk about Lawless. <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's your third year in a row talking about Lawless. We've had you. This is your third visit, isn't it? I think second. No, second. Second is second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we know. We might have done. We might have done the the online show, didn't we? Back in yeah, before the drink and draw. Do you yeah, remember yeah, we hosted that drink and draw? Remember? Yeah, yeah. I'm never doing online stuff again. That drives me. I'm definitely I'm... not a YouTube influencer by any stretch. <laughs> and I think you put on some great content, but it's just yeah. difficult to get the numbers, isn't it? Unless you're sort of a prolonged YouTube and you do outrageous stuff. I don't see them getting like huge numbers online ones. You know, It was very much a community thing, to be honest. Mm. It was literally yeah. just an excuse to get a whole bunch of people together to, to still keep talking, to talk about Lawless, talk to each other, to talk yeah. to yeah. the guests yeah. and keep the guests involved and stuff like that. It kind of, I wasn't fussed about what we did so long as we did something and, yeah. and it was a good day. It was a good excuse to do a day to do it and get some, all the, you know, the people like um, Joe Alexander who does loads of YouTube stuff and all her photography and everything. It was really good to get her involved and yeah, it was just nice to get to, just to keep the community going for for a year off while we could, just to keep yeah. it all rolling. It's kind of showed that whole period, like online comic cons, as it were. They this it just can't. They're not a thing. It's got to be a kind of yeah. You, you're seeing the people in person. You're you're picking up the comics. You're buying the stuff. Do you know what I mean? It just didn't. Yeah, well, yeah you're right. It's community, isn't it? Yeah, we've yeah. had we've got some options for doing streaming at the show. So we potentially okay. we can live stream panels onto YouTube whilst at the show. Um, I've already tried to delegate that because i literally haven't got the facility to do it myself like if you want to do that someone else can do it it's a good idea already that sounds too complicated to me exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh... speaking of the show obviously uh regular listeners will hear us talk about um lawless comic-con but for those who don't know what the show is what exactly is lawless Lawless is a celebration of British comics, essentially. So it started off Dread and 2000 AD themed and expanded out to include all manner of British comics. So all of sort of 2000 AD, but also uh, Commando and the Beano and and any kind of sort of British comics sets and new small press as well that have recently come out. So the 77, obviously, uh, this comic is haunted, Shift and, and any other sort of comics. And, and Dave Brown, and I think, was there, wasn't he? He was he's there with his stuff. We yep. love Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, Dave he does also. it. Yeah. Um, so, cool. yeah, it's a celebration of British comics. We get British art when uh, artists that have worked on British comics over the years, sort of old school and, and new faces as well to come along. It's a small community kind of show. Um, so it's in a, a fairly small venue at the Doubletree by Hilton in Bristol. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great show because it's a great excuse for guests to talk to fans and fans to meet the heroes um, and get signings done, share, share st- stories and, and have a few pints afterwards as well. Yeah, that's the best thing I like about it. Everyone likes that. that, Yeah, it's the old school. For those of you who were at UCAC and those who were at Bristol when it was originally Bristol, the Comics Expo, it was all about the bar. Do you know what I mean? It was nice to be in the talks and then nice to buy comics and see craze, but the real action was in the bar at like 3 a.m. or something, you know, which I think, didn't you lot drink the bar dry at some point or something? Uh, Yes, there was... um... (laughs) I, I was definitely not involved in that because um, I, I may be slightly more involved now. I've got because it was our first weekend show last year, so uh, right. this year now I've got a, an idea for the feel of it. I may be up a little bit later this year, so that would be quite cool. But uh, yeah, I did hear all the stories of people falling over and people losing glasses and uh, 
Brian Bolland coming down at four in the morning because he had insomnia and just seeing people were still sat there and still drinking and things like that. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a good shout. It's uh, definitely a bit of an all nighter. And I'm not sure if they did drink the bar dry, but uh, yeah, it was definitely a late one. Ah, uh, cool. That's what you want. And you yeah. got you got one hell of a guest list this week this yes. year, haven't you? It's- cracking list this year very pleased to welcome dave gibbons for his first show oh, nice. this year. Yeah. he's been uh yeah he's been on the list for a while and uh, uh it's nice that he can fit us into his schedules and we can provide his autobiography as well because that's obviously just been released so it'd be really good yeah, to, yeah to we recommended that about i'm going to say about a month ago we managed to get like i don't know what happened but gosh sort of had early copies so we managed to get that and it's an absolute cracker one of the best yeah. comics biographies or biographies i've read nice. really good Brilliant. yeah yeah really good. excellent um, obviously, we've got Mick McMahon as well coming uh, this year. He's been before, like, but a, a good few years ago. It's been a while since yeah. he's been on the guest list. So to get the pair of them teamed up together as well is going to be really good. Because they used gonna... to share, for people that don't know, they used to share a studio, didn't they, together in St Albans? Yes. And yes. Um, they were forever, like, pranking each other. And, you know, there's some really good stories there. I think we'd in... have a bit of a, a spotlight panel with a pair of them just swapping yeah. stories. Oh, I think would be, be quite good. good. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, um... mate, I interrupted you. Who else you got? Uh, we've got Andy Diggle, which I'm, I'm personally very happy about because I'm a genuine fan of him as well. And uh, mainly because You're a fan of the losers, losers, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Um, but also The Expanse obviously just launched their Kickstarter was massively successful, like threw it out of the water, kind of successful. So The Expanse comic he's just written, um, oh, I okay. think it's, it's all being printed at the moment and being it's uh, I think they raised like a million dollars on it or something within within 25 days or something silly it was insane oh, yeah um, and i'm a big fan of the expanse as well so it'd be good to talk to him about the expanse going into comics and him writing that side of things so yeah to have andy diggle along to talk about that and the losers and everything else he's been working on uh who else we got we got uh we got a big road trooper gang this year so dave gibbons mike dory mike collins patrick goddard chris weston henry flint uh, oh, well. all okay. road trooper writers and creators and bits and pieces so i think we'll definitely do something with those guys and have a chat with them um and we've Vin, got vince steve... likes road trooper yeah all right. steve, I, 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 I know it's the ongoing joke that it's one of the only 2000 ad characters i actually know uh... <laughs> long, long, long story short they somebody dropped out of a 2000 ad panel at nottingham they were running and they are and they asked we asked vince to do it and he went i don't really read it that much and the other two blokes in it were a bit strange weren't they one was a bit sort of god bothery and uh and and uh vince i'll just end up chatting to vince and the best line it was i really like rogue trooper that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's handy <laughs> amazing yeah so we yeah we definitely want to do some kind of rogue. um steven sterling he's got a, a rogue trooper armor that he's going to bring along as well to do so that people he's oh, allowed nice. people to dress up in and stuff like that so we can do some photo ops and bits and pieces which would be quite fun vince so is up uh, for blue body paint no vince. no <laughs> I'll, I'll just look fucking smurf <laughs> i got a feeling some someone's going to bring blue body paint just for that so even if they're not wearing it it's going to be available i think it's just man. Gonna be no, rant, no. there's going to be the blue man group wandering around at one point <laughs> <laughs> um who else we got we got um Lou Stringer and David Roach are back again this year, but I think we're going to do kind of a, a history of British comics with them because obviously they've got a, a lot of knowledge between them. So Yeah, David Roach has got that new book out about romance comics, hasn't he, which looks really yes. good. Yes, yeah, I saw that the other day yeah. that he's doing that. Yeah, really that would be really good. And we've got some f- uh, other first-timers. So Laura Howe, Fraser Irving, Warwick Fraser Coombs, Ian Edgington and Disraeli are all going to be our first-timers as well. So some new faces as well. As Warwick's tabled but not a guest, I'm going to say. 
Sorry? Warwick has tabled, but he's never been a guest. I'm putting it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I think it's only since. Yeah, he's now in the prog as a professional. We love, we're big fans of his work. We've loved his work for years. Um, and it's, it's nice to, to see him in the prog now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's see, good to see him in the prog. And it was it's good to get new up-and-coming for artists and creators in as well. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did with Dan Cornwall when he, as soon as Rock of the Res came out and he got his, you know, first bits and pieces in the prog, we got him along as well. And he's, yeah. you know, regular every year now. To, he's great, to yeah. And he's yeah. fantastic, yeah. So, no, it's always good to support new and up-and-coming faces as well. Um, L- last year, Dan did me um, um, an ABC Warriors um, uh, sketch. And yeah. sent and he because he was so inundated. And I said, I've got to get going, Dan. He said, I won't get it done. And he, he literally arrived like about three days later through the post. What that's a gen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. yeah really I good. asked him to do so. Our uh, graphic designer, Dave Shires, is uh, based in Ireland and he couldn't make it to the show because he's got a new family. So he asked me to get an Odin sketch because he collects sketches of the Norse god Odin. And um, okay. so I asked Dan to put one together for him. He sent it to me like, yeah, like you're like saying about a week later. And it was absolutely stunning. It yeah, wasn't yeah. a sketch at all. It was a full ink- inked drawing that he, yeah, it was amazing. He'd spent hours Yeah, I said on to it. him, I said to him, I'll, I'll put up, you know, he's done me a commission. And he went, that's not commission zone. That's a sketch. I went, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on, I must uh, have the money to get a commission out of him. Yeah, I bet it'd be, it'd be cracking. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing yeah. to get a proper commission out of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're really pleased as well this year to welcome the Steve Dillon exhibition. Uh, which oh, has been, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's been sort of touring a little bit in the last year or so. And, uh, yeah, the family are going to come along with original Steve Dillon artwork to display. So the same as like cool. we did for the Carlos exhibit um, and last year with Graham Bleatham and his uh, his artwork. Um, yeah, I'm really pleased to, to welcome Steve Dillon exhibition because it's going to be awesome oh, to, be to get that all on yeah. display. I saw that, that I saw that in Peterborough um, and it's brilliant. Excellent. One of my favourite, yeah. Warrior pages, nice. Preacher, you name it. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. There's a Warrior cover I think they've got as well, one of them. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping we'll get some sneaky guests along who are sort of friends of the family as well. That uh, yeah, that that'll tag along just to come and see it because it happened to be in yeah. Bristol. I'm not sure who, but it'd be nice to see some faces if you can. Yeah, definitely. He's such a loss, and he wasn't he great? Mm. Yeah, yes, yeah. So he was awesome. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, force of nature. Mm. So I mean, so, I was, yeah. is, so is that is that sort of going to take place? I remember we spoke about it last time when myself and Tony were there. There was that sort of exhibition room that had like the old comic book pages that had like Star Trek pages and all kinds of weird, you know, one. Yeah. So that was the Graham Bleatham exhibit that we did last year. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think we're definitely going to, there was definitely an issue a little bit with footfall and and layout and things like that last year. So I'm going to work, we're definitely working on uh, like a a plan, a floor plan of where everything is and where everyone's going. Flow for people is always a good thing, isn't it? It worked fine for us, mate. I've got to tell you, we we hung out in that room quite a bit. Excellent. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. No, more signposting and more footfall in different rooms, I think is definitely needed. The the trader room is a little bit. You can always improve on things, can you? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you must so, be yeah, constantly really... learning from every week, every year that you're doing this, aren't you? There's always something new that crops up, definitely. Yeah, and it's trying to remember what I did last year as well because I do kind of switch <laughs> up a bit. Like, how did we do this last year? What was going on? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> so yeah, there's always stuff to learn, and uh, and it's it's get it's renewing it each year as well. So it's not just the same old faces. We want to get new faces yeah. and stuff like that. And that's always and a problem what... with cons. You, you kind of feel bad about not inviting people because yes. they kind of they become your mates a bit, don't they? But you need Definitely. you know in your head you need to got refresh to, yeah. the guest list. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think well, th- there's definitely like four or five staples that will be there because they've been there since day one. So Jeff- John Wagner loves the show to pieces. And it's, yeah, he said, I'd like to think he doesn't say this to everybody, but he says it is his favourite show. So right, that's cool. of, yeah. a given every year, there's the, there's a room waiting for him. Um, and the same with David Roach. He's been there since day one, since our first lawgiver back in Birmingham back in the day. So there's, yeah, I have and Fabian and John Higgins again both absolute staples I think we'll have for life but it's the yeah we do have to swap and change and yeah you yeah. have to be a bit cruel and say I'm really sorry we just we've got 30 spaces and you're not on the space list this year it's also, yeah. for, for that sort of thinking is also very good for loyal sort of community or convention goers as well isn't it I mean if like a, a show like this which is People will go to this show every year. There's a certain regulars that are going to it every yeah. year. So you got to mix it up for them, mix it up for them as well. So then they're mm-hmm. going to be able to see. I mean, they want to see the John Wagner. You know, they're going to say, yes. oh, I'm, going to, "I'm going to take another. I'm going to take these 15 books to get him to sign this time." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is but, the thing about writers, though. It's yeah. hard to get money at a convention if you're just a writer because I, it's obviously yeah. sell their artwork, they sketch and stuff. But as a writer, you need to have some comps to sell at least don't yeah. you you know yeah you gotta have the yeah you gotta have stuff to promote and stuff to sign and things like that haven't you definitely yeah yeah because yeah, i know a lot of places people charge for signing now don't they some people do a pound or something right, okay yeah. yeah 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 well yeah, you'll have um, battle action this year has been launched isn't it so i think that's going to be um, a bit okay. a big deal for him and uh, a few of the other ones there um because i think john higgins and dan cornwall both worked on that as well so there's definitely yeah i think they're going to be promoting that yeah. quite a bit, which would be quite cool. so so who's your whale so who do you want to get to it um, I'm a Tank Girl who? fan. I'm yeah. a big Tank Girl fan. So Jamie Hewlett and Alan Martin would be my yeah. absolute. I, I do, you, do you have a car speak. made of gold? Because you could just give it. To them <laughs> <first>. <laughs> I, just, I probably just wouldn't speak for about a fortnight. I just like stood in front of them, just going hi. Um. <laughs> but yeah, because I'm a Tank Girl fan, it would definitely be yeah Jamie Hewlett and, and Alan Martin. I would be top of my list. Whether Ooh. or not anybody else is a fan or anything, I'm like I don't care. You're coming anyway. No, that's mad, is it? I'm sure they would be. Oh be yeah, tank, oh, tank yeah. Girl is. There's a whole culture to itself, isn't it? The, that yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but before we um, where let people know where they can get tickets and stuff, just you've also got a charity you're supporting at the same time as well. Yeah. We do, yeah. So we started doing some charity support last year when the show got a little bit bigger after uh, mm. after COVID and everything. We went to a two-dayer. Uh, this year, we're supporting the Samaritans. Um, so we do like to do or we do like to do a kind of mental health type kind of charity. We you know our our audience is predominantly middle-aged male guys and um we've had a few of our community you know have issues and and we've lost a few of that community yeah. uh so it's mm-hmm. something i want to highlight and it's something last year um we raised money for calm which is the campaign against no uh living campaign against living miserably yeah. um okay. and this year we're doing samaritans okay. which is yeah there's always a telephone number to call there's always somebody there to speak to so if you're feeling rough or, or you need to talk, someone to talk to there's someone always there that you Samaritans need to speak are great. to friend of mine's yeah. a volunteer at Samaritans She's yeah great. I've got a couple of friends really who do to, uh, to, who are yeah. Samaritans and it's well, fantastic stuff she puts up with as well on the phone yeah. you know really yeah, yeah. so all the like um, raffles and tombolas and stuff like that on the day um, yeah money's going straight so yeah, to yeah yeah. All the ticket funds, uh, all the tickets we sell, raise money to run the show, essentially. And then, uh, yeah, anything we raise on the day, so, so tombola and raffles and bits and pieces, it goes to goes to charity on the day. Good work. Awesome. So if anyone's turning up, feel free to bring something along for the tombola, I'm going to say. Yeah, we're always That'd up to tombola awesome. prizes. So if you've got goodies and merchandise or signed items and, and or you're having a clear out of the, the basement of collectibles and things like that and, and you're happy to donate anything, then we're certainly happy yeah. to take it on because yeah. all funds will go towards the Samaritans this year. 
Well, I'll, raffles, I'll send over a good laugh as well. We always, we always we, we, the raffles a good laugh. Me and Tanya always get a ticket. <laughs> oh, we were there, weren't we, for ages yeah. last time? I'd yeah, love yeah. to do. I'd like to do a draw off again this year because that's always a really good laugh. It's just I need to find some guys who are some of our creators who are c- comfortable with doing a quick draw on a literally in front of an audience, and oh. quite a lot of them aren't. Oh aren't god, though, I can hear their anxiety building. Yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, Henry Flint's done it before. We've had Jock before, and there's a couple of others. Um, I, see, I reckon Mike, Mike Collins. Collins would do it because he's storyboarding as well, doesn't he? Yeah. So he's going to be up for that. Really. So yeah, we, we, raffles usually a good one to raffle off the drawings at the end of it because people get some very strange and unusual art um, off the back of an yeah. audience participation so nice. yeah if we could do the draw off i definitely <laughs> would like to do that this well, year i'll grab your address after the show soon i'll send over some stuff for the, the raffle Ooh, yeah. Cool. yeah yeah absolutely okay. yeah. give me a bb prize or something but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i need to give a shout out as well to our sponsors who are the 77 again this year oh, okay um, nice one um, so they've just done their, uh, they've launched their latest Kickstarter for this. So it's the 77 publications now because they've got several publications out, including mm-hmm. this comic is haunted, which is uh, just re- uh, doing a Kickstarter now. But they were created at Lawless. There were a bunch of guys that got together and had a chinwag at Lawless. And off the back of that, the 77 was created, which I think is amazing. Okay. Just oh, the, the, be- fact that... the beauty of meeting up at go. a comic convention and then yeah, all exactly. of a making comics. Yeah, well, you're, you're sitting in front of something that happened that way as well. You know, that's kind of how we met Vince, wasn't it? A comic convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really the stuff that comes out of it, and just that that networking and yeah, yeah, the fact that it's our convention that did that. I'm very proud of it. That's so fantastic. We're really proud yeah. to have them as, as as sponsors now. That they've got to that point where they can be sponsors is awesome. Yeah, the fact <laughs> they're making enough dough. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So for those lovely people who want to come along to this, um, where, when, and how, Sue? So Lawless Comic Con is in Bristol at the Doubletree by Hilton Redcliffe Way in Bristol on the 27th and the 28th of May. It's the last bank holiday in May. It's always the last bank holiday because then everyone can have Monday after to get over the hangovers. Okay. Um, <laughs> we are, uh, Tickets are on sale at lawlesscomiccon.co.uk. Uh, there's a, a big link on the bottom of the page for uh, tickets, day tickets, weekend tickets. And also we've got a few handful of trader tables left as well. So if you're a small press or a creator or a merchandise seller or anything like that at all, uh, come and grab a, a trader table as well. We've got a couple, two or three left. Um, what have we got? Uh, the we also have a room deal for the double tree as well. Obviously, as I mentioned, uh, so accommodation I think is going to be quite pricey this year. If you click on the link on the main website page, there is a link to the double tree who are doing us a room deal on twin and double rooms as well. But yeah, nice. come get your tickets 27th, 28th of May this year. Get your weekend and your day tickets and come and join us. Awesome. Fantastic. Yes, go get your tickets, people. Um, and Sue will be running around. Her head will be spinning because she's always so busy. <laughs> you have your hat on. You have your hat on, Sue. Oh, of course I have a hat on. I have, I'm like a whole, I have my own comic character now. It's amazing. <laughs> i got to wear the boots. i got to wear the boots and the hat now. I'm cosplaying as myself. There you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah so um enough about talking to us you've got plenty of stuff to organize for lawless so you you bet you get back run away and crack on now (laughs) (laughs) it's only only 68 days to go oh no oh well she's off so uh, she's at a pace yeah at a pace and therefore off to do more organizing of lawless so thanks to sue for joining us yeah it's nice isn't it nice surprise yeah and uh, in the middle of the shout-out section, uh, speaking of which, do we have any other shout-outs? I've got Dan. one. I've got some a cracker. Yeah. This is a book that you should back. Asteroid Belters, <laughs> Lust in Space. It's currently funding uh, the Not Safe for Work Kickstarter. Um, it's got about a week ago, week to go, as you, if you listen to this on the day of release. Um, it looks more of the smutty erotica with a big wink at the reader that we got in issues one and two. I backed issues one and two. 
Um, and I, th- I talked about both of them previously on the yeah, show. About this one, you guilt me into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you into it. Uh, bitten by the bug. I'm going to curious to see what this is like. <laughs> Gorgeous art, man. The art's lovely in this. Really good, and it's it's not just sex sells. It's funny. Do you mean okay. which I kind of yeah. like? Do you know what I mean? Can't so, take yourself too seriously. Satirical smut. Be like, do you remember Pervarella? Do you remember that film? No, I can't say I've seen that one. Okay, that's quite good. I think Jonathan <laughs> Ross is in it. Really? Oh, what's yeah. he? Yeah, what's he's in it? Yeah, that's my only one there, guys. Over to you. I've no. got Burn With Me, a graphic oh, novel. So good. 100 page modern folk horror graphic novel uh, by our friend Stephen Ingram. Uh, that could do with a little bit of love, but that's uh, screaming along that. It's absolutely lovely. Go check that one out. Uh, we've got Bolt 01, a tribute to Dave Evans. That smash yes. his target. We've got another 20 odd days to to go on that one. Uh, I, I can't really do that justice. You're going to have to go and check out the Kickstarter page to kind of read up on the full story behind the comic. Uh, Dave's a friend of mine. He's a, yeah. He was a lovely guy. Yeah, he really was. So uh, go check that one out. And I think that is it for my shout-outs. Cool. And it sure? is. Are you sure? <laughs> I love that. That was really dramatic, Dan. I, mean, that yeah. was, uh, I was on the edge of a seat then. Yeah. Well, just yeah. t- we, we've done oh, the law that's done yeah. box ticked um, we play that every week now till lawless goes around just that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it's time to recommend some comics yes after all this ranting let's let's send you let's off let's talk about good comics let's talk about some great comics uh, what have we got to Tony as always you've got I've got two yes. yeah so, so my first one is standing outside the station sweating uh, that's a good title, isn't it? That's a good one. Um, by Alex Potts. Um, the cover looks a little bit like an old school sort of instructional pamphlet, if you see what I mean. Yes. Um, nice sort of fat colour to it. Um, it's uh, A5, full colour, self-published, £5 a gosh. That's a reasonable price for this, I'm going to say. Um, a collection of short stories that um, Alex categorises in the back pages as being stupid ideas he made up while he was drawing them um, and a longer story that he reflected on his day in. Um, it's been a while since we talked about Alex's work. Um, I'm going to say one of his sort of collections was something called Underpants. Do you remember that? Um, and before that, we had a quiet disaster and it's cold in the river at night, which I think are Avery Hill books as well. Okay. Um, I met him at a couple of signings, Alex. Nice guy. Very funny. Um, I think he works in day as like a post-production animator type guy. Nice. Um, this opens up with a diatribe on how, um, <laughs> what a nonsense the current current situation is with skinny trousers um, and how trousers don't appear to have changed much for about 20 years and still these sort of ridiculous things that you have to buy. Um, then there's two pages about how much he yawns and he wonders if anyone has died of yawning and if it's I'm being sure covered up happened. by the authorities. Yeah. I d- what um, I don't get is, you know, the really skinny jeans and they're really skinny at the thighs and then people wear like dress shoes and no socks. So yeah. I, don't, I don't get that at all. The trousers are too short as well yeah you know, you've got that bit of ankle of some stupid either no socks at all or some silly colored socks i yeah. mean i'm not hating on it i just do not understand it down to the core and just... no <laughs> the core <laughs> i like a regular fit that's yeah. where i go yeah. um or, or boot cut Don't yes that's not a good one yeah. yeah i'm fond of that don't wear um, boots but yeah please yeah well go on to you. sorry <laughs> yeah sorry that's all right um not great if you're in flip-flops i know you're a fan of the flip-flop bee um fuck other off. subjects fuck <laughs> this off <laughs> you know how i feel about them so i need to audibly say this flip-flops dirty toes, can fuck dirty toes they? Yeah. why is it that the men that really love wearing them have rat feet 
Yeah, oh, right. dirty, well, dirty big toes, aren't they? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not really so, there, cool. There's yeah. probably some men out there who have some lovely photogenic feet. You know why? Because they're going to flip. Because they, they. Uh, I've got a lovely pair of feet, me. I've got really hairy feet. Uh, why are you a hobbit? Right, right, Sam. Why's Captain? Potato. Right. <laughs> Knowing what Alex is like, he probably appreciate this bit of the uh, review. I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> Other subjects he includes are in his in this sort of collection of short stories is how expensive beer has become, um, what it's like when it's too hot out, a drawing of some hairy testicles, um, a four cortina, uh, getting a haircut and being happy or not with how it turns out, and seeing a man who looks like a turkey. There's yeah, some of the other subjects. These I want are to all, thing, or they're all important subjects. I think so. Yeah, mm. uh, the art is full color um, with a sort of flat, unsynced, broad brush of colour in certain places, which I kind of like. Um, you know, some sometimes outside of the lines. There we go. I know I've talked about that. Um, but purposely outside the lines. Um, and it, it it looks nice as a technique. I kind of like that as a sort of indie coloured thing, you know. Um, strong cartooning. I'm going to say, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I mean it in a, in a good way. It's sort of like messy Philip Bond. That's where okay. I'm going to go with it. Um, uh, I always recommend his stuff. I like Alex's stuff. He's got that sort of le- northern laconic humour, which I kind of like. Mm. Uh, I think he's northern. I think so. Um, if you go to Alex Potts, P-O-T-T-S, alexpotts.bigcartel.com, you can get yourself some copies. Um, if you go to at A-V Potts, you can find him on Twitter and follow links to his stuff. Because I was, he's got some stuff on his own site, his own Big Cartel. I think you can go to Avery Hill and buy some of his other stuff as well if they still got stock in. Um, so it's called Standing Outside the Station, Sweating by Alex Potts. There you go. My first one. Nice. I'm going to jump in with uh, my one, which is uh, a collection I just started reading um, just today, actually. And I've got um, two issues in. The one I was talking about, uh, I I didn't want to spoil, but um, I've started reading The Nice House on the Lake. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. I've read this. Um, which is, oh, God, and I haven't got a bloody page. It's hard to fucking talk about if they're absolutely spoiling yeah. the, the concept. Yeah. James, James Tinian. Is the author Alvaro Martinez Bueno is uh, the art the, does the art. Jordi Belair is the colorist. That's the that's what I've got on this Amazon page because I haven't got the book in front of me right now. <laughs> um, now the synopsis. You know me. I don't like a synopsis that spoils, and this one does not. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think. Because of the nature of this book, and I'm going to tiptoe around a lot of things, as Dan says, it's, it's difficult to talk about. Um, but the synopsis is, everyone who is invited to the house knows Walter well. They know him a little anyway. Some met him in childhood, some met him months ago. And Walter's always been a little off. But after the hardest year of their lives, nobody was going to turn down Walter's invitation to an astonishingly beautiful house in the woods, overlooking an enormous sylvan lake. It's beautiful. It's opulent. It's private, so a week of putting up with Walter's weird little schemes and nicknames in exchange for the vacation of a lifetime? Why not? All of them were at that moment in their lives when they could feel themselves pulling away from their other friends. Wouldn't a chance to reconnect be nice and that's the synopsis which is a perfect little synopsis yeah yeah? i've read the first issue of this i didn't go any further to be fair okay and what i'm reading is is the collection uh volume one which i am reading on um uh, kindle reading uh you know the prime because i have the prime prime membership volume one was there um 
I've got to get in on this because I've, I've got we've got Prime, but I don't yeah. ever read the comics on it. Yeah, it's it's well, it's like the library sort of thing. You can how do you, how does one go about getting at that library? Vince? If you if you literally if you look on like Amazon and stuff, and it says like read now on yeah. it, on some of these books, you can click that and it'll it'll add it to your the Kindle library because it's all done through Kindle, isn't it? It's all uh, okay. All, all so you so when I go into my Comicsology account and go to my library. And then refresh it. The book is there, then there. Um, and okay. so you can get like ten titles, I believe. So just from you know, you can get. It's not like I'm going to put fifty books on there. No, it's like a library service essentially. You read them, return them. It even clicks like returned. So you can have these titles in your library for a long time. Um, but just remember that. If you, sometimes I've wanted to read new ones and I've I've maxed out the ten because I've I've had a book in there for ages. I remember um, the Snyder Capullo book. Uh, we have demons. I had two issues of that on there, so I've, so I've just returned them. I haven't bought them; they're not part of my library. I read them, enjoyed them, and then took them back. I rewound them first. Oh no, that's VHS tape. tape. <laughs> um, so this was just. Uh, I thought I've heard a lot of things about this in a wonderful kind of way. That people that have said you've got to read this, or you know, they really loved it. No one spoiled it. There's no one spoiled it, and I just thought, wow, this is interesting. I immediately wanted to read it for a long time anyway because that cover of the the volume one and issue one is one of my favourite covers in years. That that right. is that is just good as like a horror movie poster cover. It's phenomenal. Um, but I was not expecting what I read. And I know this has like variant covers. Uh, our, our pal Martin Simmons yeah. is within the collection of doing variants and stuff. So They're big you... buddies, aren't they? Yeah. <clears throat> this was spectacular. Um, and it, it, it certainly is. The, it's a, the story's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, the icons that are on the cover are also tied into the book. Because if you look at the cover, you see the nice house on the lake. Um, and there's these symbols at the top of the book, which immediately makes you think, well, "What is what? What is that?" Yeah. Each of these people that are in this book, <clears throat> that go that you know, some of them know each other, some of them are old friends. Now, all of them know this Walter guy who's invited them to this house. When you're first introduced to them, even though you do hear then you know, you, you they're when they're talking to each other, they all have names and stuff, but they're introduced as one is a the writer. One is, you know, um, one is the artist. One is the scientist, you know. And whenever I introduce them, and I love a book with a nice design as well. It's, you know, design elements, and this one definitely does. Yeah, it's quite, well, I remember issue one's quite design heavy, isn't yeah. it? It's, yeah, of, yeah. it's almost yeah. like an infographic at moments. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. <laughs> and each one of those people has a symbol. So when it's the writer, there's like a little, almost a logo with it. I didn't think about this. I thought, oh, that's quite cool because it is it, nicely designed. There are pages in this book as well that are scenes of dialogue that are a script, right? They're like when it comes, but there's no. When I say a script, it is literally like someone's taking notes of what's happening in the room. So it's just the dialogue, just going backwards and forwards between people. And I thought that's fascinating, you know, to have a scene without actually visualizing the scene. Everything is thought about in the in the production of this book and well put together. But back to those logos. I think it was around <laughs> issue two. Um, 
that I, I suddenly realised that there's lots of lots of different characters talking to each other, and they're not always um, you don't always see them. There's not it, it's very cinematic in a way that you know you'll be looking at landscapes or you'll be looking at rooms, and so it's voiceovers for one one of a better term. But each one of those voiceovers had that symbol in, so it was an easy way to know who was talking. Right, without gotcha. actually saying their name does that make sense yeah, so you'd, yeah. you'd have the speech box and because it's got that symbol oh that's the that's the writer person it's it's another subtle sort of design and it doesn't smash you over the head with it that's what i liked about it it was just uh almost reinforcing oh it's the oh, of course it, yes it's this character legion did, used to do that a little bit years right. ago yeah legion superheroes had that where every hero had a little symbol you know. which, which is yeah and yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised Interesting. with a big cast exactly. it's useful yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly i think that's that no doubt is probably an influence to this kind of thing it's a brilliant way mm. to do it without hammering you know without smashing you over the head with it um the writing i mean i i could talk for days about how beautiful this book looks um the artwork is just stunning there is um the two issues that i've seen i don't know if this changes as it goes on you have the book starts with a character talking to you and then when this when you cut back to the story as a whole it's a double page spread and it's a beautiful page it's a beautiful double page spread with the house it's night and you can see the house and the the title the nice house on the lake is reflected in the water it's the same thing every time which makes it which gives it almost a tv show episodic type feel um which i think in this sort of day and age as well because we, we we're getting used to as as we're consuming media and a lot of television shows have become the new movies and the way we you know these these sort of like templates and rhythms of consuming media i think that as well as it being tv that they're filtering it through to some comic books as well. There's that. So as soon as the, the second issue started, I was like, oh, I felt a bit more comfortable knowing there was a familiar rhythm to it, which fed me into this. It, 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 I was like, oh, this is how it's going to be. This is going to be really cool if it continues like this. I'm sure the story will go off in wild and wonderful places. And I know you. there's lots of people screaming at their iPads or whatever right now saying, no, the story completely, completely changes. You Just, just you wait. Um, but I love the mystery of it. There is a big, by the end of issue one, it lets you know what kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I read that. Yeah, I dropped yeah. off it. What's the prime thing like? Can you get issue trade, issue two trade straight away, or is it? Do you have to wait for it to um, go on? Is it a way to get you to buy it? Almost, do you know what I mean? I mean, it could be. I don't know. Um, where is? This? I'll just have a look right now. I was yeah. just looking on mine. It says you got to have the Kindle Unlimited thing. Yeah, so Kindle yeah I, haven't Un- got that. K- I haven't got that. Kindle Unlimited is volume two. Oh, um, uh, okay. But right. however, what this so is, you'd have to buy it? I'm guessing what what this has done um, to speak to this sort of purchasing way. I love this book. I'm going to read it all digitally. I'm going to pick up the paperback, and I'm going to read the others printed. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to buy the. Right. I'm gonna, I'm you might get the, you might get a nice omnibus anytime soon. I think yeah. it's a small book. That yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, I think volume th- is it on volume three at the moment. It will be, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh no! I think uh, I just went out and got, got volume, the first volume. Trade. Volume volume two. It says came out on seventh of March this year, which collects issues mm. seven to twelve. So, um, 
but there is this is it's a horror book epic in scale but both but also personal in in storytelling not i'm not sure where it's going but i really like the way that james tinian sort of paces things especially with these books i think he's smashing it with like his i know he does yeah he's got uh, a lot on the go at the moment uh, yeah Yeah. a lot of his personal stuff like this he's absolutely just fucking killing it um but another impressive thing was every single person in this book has a voice does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're the characters. They yeah. are individual characters. Do you know? You know what I mean? In the way that you'd watch a horror movie and you have your cast of survivors, or like you know, in Aliens, there's all those colonial marines, and they may not only have a couple of lines, but you know them. Um, it's it's just I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with these characters. I was expecting uh, so far, so far I don't know who's going to live or what's going to happen or how things yeah. going to go, but it immediately made me think this is a very interesting concept. Um, and in in a sort of day and age where you're just thinking, have we done everything? Are we just doing the same? You know, I think some it, like a Twilight Zone. Some of the most interesting stories are, well, if this happened, how would people react to it? You know, this is it. Almost feels like an epic sort of Twilight Zoney kind of scenario. Um, how did I sleep on this for so long? I'm a fool. <laughs> um, but also, it's DC, isn't it? It's DC. What is the what's the imprint? It's um, yeah, it's like the horror imprint. It's black, black or whatever it's black called. Black label. Yeah. The black label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is almost DC's new Vertigo, isn't it? I guess. I think that's yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know the first one, obviously, won uh, two Eisner Awards, best new series and best writer. Um, thoroughly deserved if just from two issues I've read right now so let's see where it goes the nice house on the lake um, thank you to anyone who ever said oh you should read this you should read that yeah a few yeah. people have yeah <laughs> yeah because sometimes as well like so many comics are talked about aren't they were like oh you should read this and sometimes you read them and they're not quite well that's that what we talked about earlier wasn't yeah. it the weight of expectation weighs yeah. heavily on me for things yeah. you know I expect something to be really amazing yeah because there's because this everyone one talks about it yeah this one was on the same I've had ha- on the same shelf for want of a better term um, there was this and the other one I haven't read yet is something is killing the children yeah yeah and I'm not you know this one's knocked out of the park will something is killing the children which I know is a huge blockbuster title in itself as well and has spun off into lots of other things Will that deliver like I hope it will? It was yeah. part of the sort of the range we had there for about a year where everyone yeah. was giving comics really long names, weren't they? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so that's mine. The nice Can house you... on the lake. Bring it bring it on. That's all I Can was. you remember my comic title? The really over long. Oh god, what, what was it? Was it again? I think it was I drag my huge balls across this accursed earth. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which also sounds like an amazing metal album. Yeah. Um, so that's Volume my two, one. Wilma. Yeah, <laughs> we've lost those titles now, haven't we? We've gone back to this. T- yeah, super dude and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Super, du- super dude. Cock and balls. Yeah, we're just back to them, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. But, um, speaking of super dudes, Dan, what's your recommendation? I got this recommended be by uh, Tony. Said yeah. there was a lot of uh, noise about this, and, and I, I was what... recommended it as well. And I didn't get around to reading it, so I am thoroughly looking forward to hearing. You can. You'll do yeah. it, I think. Yeah. But of all of us, I think it's. Probably Dan's bag the most. I'm going to say. I think Vince will definitely. Yeah, I think you both like it, and I tell yeah. you, yeah, because you the the writer of this or one of the writers of this is was from one of your favourite books recently, 
Vince, one of the reasons. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll do the, the spiel from the, the, the Image Comics website. It's Local Man, uh, issue yes. one. Uh, Stray Dogs creator Tony Fleeks teams with revivals Tim Seeley for a series that combines rural crime noir and superhero action. Once the star recruit of the media sensation super, super team, third gen, Jack Zaver, is it? X-A-V-E-R, had it all. But when controversy sends Cross Jack crawling back to his mum and dad's basement in the Midwest, Jack struggles to fit into the world he left far behind, and then the bodies start piling up. Each issue is a classic image comics flip book with the lead story drawn by Fleeks and a superhero flashback into the depths of the image universe drawn by Seeley. First issue contains 30 pages of story for only $3.99. And I didn't realize this. So on the digital version, you get to the end of the, 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 the main body of the story and then it flicks back to kind of like image comics in the 90s. Yeah. With it, like the, the it's so well, well observed with the imagery uh you know like when you the back in the day the old image uh comics like spawn young blood they all had that title page with the big image eye image uh with all like in black and white with all the, the title bits and bits and bits yeah. about the characters it's got that on the start and then you get like a flashback story of what this guy used to be like back in the day when he was like the superhero crossjack and i think you mentioned it and he's got that kind of life failed kind of the two croissants on the side of his face mask. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah yeah with kind of like the blacked out eyes and he's got like the shield it's kind of very x-men like the blue and blue and yellow x and uh all these teammates uh there's a there's a shot here of all of them jumping down that names them all but they're yeah, essentially we've got uh soft core air yeah. raider big island and cutting edge for some of them but yeah. i think you know he's called cross jack yeah I was, I was listening to Tony Fleece on an EOC last week, and he was—he didn't quite touch on this, but he's called Cross Jack, right? But they look like X's on his costume. Yes. Yeah. Now there was that thing, wasn't there? And I think he repeats it where um, there wasn't Young Blood going to be called something like Exterminators or something like that yes. at one point. Yeah. And um, he got a bit of a sort of cease and desist or a phone call from Marvel, Lightfield. So and I think. He's called him Cross Jack rather than because, but if you look at it, it looks like he's got X's on there. Yeah, definitely. Does that make sense? It's almost yeah, yeah. like X Jack. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely. Um, yeah. I don't know about uh, you, man, but he gave me a bit of a sort of um, Clint um, Hawkeye kind of vibe. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. He's, so his power subset seems to be like he's got a kind of a bullseye Hawkeye kind of thing going on that he yeah. can hit whatever he's aiming at. I think he does mention, well, it kicks off and he's he's moving back to the Midwest. And whatever he's do- he's done something that you don't find out yet that yeah. got him kicked off of this super team and there's legal stuff out in him. He can't use the name Crossjack. He can't be a superhero anymore at all. He can't use a shield because he can't uses use a dustbin shield. lid at one point, doesn't he? And yeah. they said, well, you can't do that. He says, well, it's just a dustbin lid. And yeah, like, we can't well, use that, shields. It's yeah, like yeah. any shield-like object you can't use. So he comes back and everyone fucking really hates him. He gets back late to his mum and dad's and they've, they've already eaten their meal and his is in the oven. And just even his mum and dad are like a bit, come on. Yeah. Aren't they? You know? they, they sort of like his dad sort of, sort of comments, the fact that me and your mum done something. We don't know what it was, but it was something special. And you, you've done, you're the, what's come out of it. You've got all these gifts and you've just essentially just spunked it out the wall. And he's yeah. like, Oh fuck. He said, I'll go over my room. And it's like, well, that ain't your room anymore. It's your mum's sewing room. You're, you're in the garage there. or the basement. Or you're in the basement yeah. on the set. Eh? So it's not great. And he, he kind of goes out into the, the town for a drink and he's sort of meeting up with old friends and, and 
sort of rivals as it were and then one of the the, the super villains from back in the day turns up and he sort of deals with him and that's where he gets rebuked by his old superhero team for like using the shield as kind of a uh a, a weapon but yeah it, there's what about you man i got a bit of gross point blank on this definitely yeah like a, a someone who's kind of come that. back to their old their old yeah. stomping ground but there's hints that i think he might have had an affair with one of the the mm. women in the team and something's happened because that woman turns up she turns around and, and kind of like gives him a glance and that's neon isn't it erica is that right yeah erica yeah and, it, in the the flashback pages when you first see it there's obviously something between them but she has something going on that the the, the erica girl has something going on with the team leader so i don't know what's happened or how it's he's a sort out. of cable looking guy isn't yeah he? that's that's how much of an imprint they are yeah. from those days you know it's really funny but he's not in he's not in it like when the team turn up oh that's right say, he's yeah, not yeah. there so you you don't know what's what's so that might be part of it as well yeah because uh, there's a bit of a cliffhanger with Hodag as well, or there's a there's a twist with Hodag, who's his, the guy, the super villains, and who turns up, yeah. who kind of does want to fight him, but doesn't, wants to tell yeah, him something, kind of, you know, but we never really hear what he had to tell him. That's what the kind of the mystery, uh, as the yeah. first book ends, like uh, the, the inciting incident has happened, and we're just going to kind of rocket the story forward, and you're like, fuck me, what's happened? What's, uh, I was just like, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Read with I think it's two going. weeks till the next issue or something like that. Okay. I think I'll be yeah. all over that because yeah. there's so much fun. Like again, like all the character voices is like these are feels real and genuine and really enjoyed it. Yeah, loved it. So I think uh, the thing is as well is people are, are rarely successful with superhero stroke cape stories because yeah. Marvel and DC have kind of got a grip on them, haven't they? They've yeah. done it. They, you know. People are almost almost like a bit trepidatious about doing it because they don't want to go and do it because it had already been done elsewhere hmm. in, the, in the decades and decades of Marvel and DC. But the thing is, this works for Image because it relies on the early days of Image to yes. reference. Yeah, yeah, but then that's why it works. I think if you just did this as a straight superhero comic, it would be a bit, you know, it wouldn't quite work as well. But because we've got all these sight gags and piss takes and. You know, it's like we know what they're talking about. Yes, we know when there's that one page almost advert at the back. We know what they're saying. You know, because there's so much that appeared in Image Comics back in the day that never actually became a comic. No, yeah, never mind. You know, yeah, some of these comics only ran for like what three issues and they yeah, disappeared and for a year. And yeah, there was promo stuff for for characters and teams that never turned up. Yeah, like, I think yeah. Life was like classic for that. <laughs> yeah, here's a new team coming out, and then that'd be the last thing you see of it. So, oh, mate, you can barely do one book. I don't know why you're advertising. <laughs> What's well, kind of is, go on, You get the kind of the juxtaposition of like the kind of real world Midwest, and everything's drawn very kind of accurately and kind of this is the way it is. Uh, to the point where you get the superhero stuff when it's like a '90s image comic where it's all fucking jacked up, saturated colors, dynamic action, and the the kind of the two really work well together because it's a completely different life, and he's come back from the big leagues, as it were, to ordinary life and it's a real fucking come down yeah and the, the two art styles are different so tony for those who don't know tony fleece and tim seeley write it but tony fleece does the farmington bit which is the hometown yeah and tim Seeley with um colors by brad simpson and, and tim seeley does what's called the third gen art with philippe sobrero on colors um so there's a distinct difference between the two styles as well which works here yeah you know? it really does it's uh 
Oh, oh yeah, thanks for recommending it to you. I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked that, man. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. recommend checking it out because free night, whatever it was, I think it's like $3 for the digital version. It's r- right. worth it. And you get like, all the variant cover stuff thrown in there. There's loads of extra stuff at the back. Yeah. Recommended. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Tony. Nice one. Uh, my last one is Pink Coffee. Um, this is, I feel fine about recommending this, even though it is by my buddy, Val Pete. That's fine. Um, Val. Yeah. Um, it's, it's his own jam. It nothing to do with me. Um, this was printed and sent out to Patreon, the Patreon membership. I think it might be out of stock now. He might print some more, but you snooze, you lose on this. Um, it's a small DIY zine. Um, I genuinely think it's some of his best work so far. It's really leaning into that new sort of psychedelic style, but we'll be it black and white. The, um, you know, that sort of dream life style that he's, he's doing. Uh, it's printed on pink paper as the title predicts. So it's black and pink, if you see what I mean, as opposed to black and white. Yeah. Um, the outside packaging um, is just pl- is a plain, as is his want with a lot of his books. He puts them in like a brown paper bag. We did it with some of ours together, <laughs> you know. Um, and you get it in a brown paper bag, as if to say it's something slightly under the counter, something slightly <laughs> under the counter. Um, so it's got this sort of plain outside cover where he's cut off little bits of paper and typed on them like an old school typewriter, pink coffee, and on the back, adamfalp.com in three bits of paper but if you open it it's it's almost like a reversed cover so the cover is actually inside um so um facing inwards towards the comic um which looks nice it's an absolute fever dream of a story um and it, fo- it focuses on um this mustachioed man he looks like do you remember we, i don't think you see them anymore but you used to be able to buy a pair of glasses that look like groucho marx's glasses with a fake nose and a moustache attached. Do you yeah, know? I know that. Sort of thing. Yeah. And it looks like the bloke's wearing that. Um, and he's just looking for coffee. So he, 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 um, he, there's a nearby machine called the pink coffee machine, but it runs out of coffee. And as it is, the last drip drops out and he doesn't get his coffee, a door opens and he's ushered through this door into the most weird as fuck world ever. Um, I've just, I don't want to sort of go through the beats of the story because it's just too head fucky zapparesque to do that but here's here's a few of the things that happen he sees two laptop headed people who are both typing on each other's keyboards there's a, there's a satirical notion to that um cars <laughs> with hairy legs and shoes and socks i hate that when you just see a leg with shoes and socks on um an old lady with a very snotty nose um giant floating heads in a sort of dick co-esque dimensional vibe um a maitre d' who is ignoring all the customers uh, in, due to the fact he's applying cunnilingus to a naked woman who is also drinking coffee. Um, tacos with arms and legs. I absolutely loved it, man. Uh, another great one by him. Just fun, fun, fun. Really leaning into that style. Just doing what he wants to do. He's working. He's, he's so prolific at the moment with his work. It seems to be almost like every other week there's a new book by him. Um, absolutely lovely. Um, we're prepping the um, the next tribute anthology at the moment, which is almost there. Um Look for him on Patreon. Go and sign up for him on Patreon, and you will get this through the post. That's the good thing. He's he's actively sticking stuff out to people who you know subscribe and pay money to him. Otherwise, go to adamfalp.com and you'll see all the all of his other jam stuff on there. Um, but yeah, Pink Coffee it's called. Or second one. Okay. Nice, nice one. Plenty of comics for you to go away and check out and order and follow. All that good stuff. See, we like to end on a high even though we ranted and raved a bit and we hope you enjoyed that this week and certainly it's always a discussion yeah yeah it's never never the way things are you know we're trying to inspire debate sometimes a mass (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah 
I'm happy to be wrong. Sometimes I, I kind of just feel like I'm fucking getting more and more grumpy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially about mod- uh, is that like a thing as you get older, like the, the stuff that comes oh, around God. and you see around yeah, you just like, it, oh, this is trash. It's it's cyclical, isn't it? It's always yeah. like you, you never want to be the Is it actually you trash? You want to see yourself sort of... become the villain. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a sort of movement of people out there who don't want anything bad ever to be said. And sometimes you've got to stand up for your rights, man, otherwise you're just gonna be trampled all over. Mm. Yeah. You know. right. Word. I agree. Word. Uh, End of fight the power, brother. And uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about in upcoming shows, um, or any like like say any comic shops you want to shout out, or if there's anything that we've discussed this week that you want to say, don't be stupid, you grumpy old bastards. There's several different ways you can get, get in touch with us, and you're absolutely right. By the way, we value your opinion. Um, you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. You can uh, follow us on social media at the awesome pod. Join the Slack group if you want to get in touch. Uh, we'll uh, we can get you set up on there. It's a wonderful community of people. Lots of different uh, discussions. It's not just ranting. If you want to, if you want to keep this conversation going, there's a there's a channel for that. If you want to talk about uh, Kickstarters, conventions, all kinds of goodness. You yeah, have people asking about where are they getting their envelopes from, where yeah. are they getting yeah. badges done. It's all going off this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. Yeah, a wonderful and helpful community of people available on there thank you for listening to us whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts subscribe and leave a review it helps get the word so, out about Tom Murphy show. has just left a comment on the Slack and it says fuck my old boots there you go thanks Tom for that comment <laughs> there you go. to be fair it's is in response yeah. to the fact that I said that Gilbert Hernandez is signing a gosh yeah but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope yeah I, I hope it's a statement and not a request An invitation <laughs> yeah. um, but if you, if you did listen to us on Apple then please Leave a nice review. Um, helps get the word out about the show and everything we talk about on a weekly basis. And if you listen to us on any other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what are the networks we on, Tony? Ron Pod. I do actually like cheese. Don't believe what Vince says. Um, if anyone wants to send me cheese, then please do. Oh, did you hear that, people? If anyone wants to send him cheese. <laughs> well, I'll be laughing because I like cheese. Mm, depends, <laughs> on the, yeah. depends on the cheese. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Knob cheese. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he said it, wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, I'm a I'm a fully grown man. I know. I'm t- <laughs> Earlier um, on, he's saying I like that we we muck about and stuff, but I like subjects as well. And then yeah. he shouts, no, "It's like out. serious no, discussion." No, <laughs> um, <laughs> if they want, if they want more serious discussion, or um, where can people <laughs> or anything like that? Where can people find us online, Tony? com. easy there you go Dan you can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com oh can yes. I quickly say something next sure. week it's three years of never on anything hey. and that got bloody hell yeah, that's fucking quick, quick yeah. that gone yeah yeah, yeah. Fantastic yeah stuff. so if you if you want to write in and get to talk about anything it's going to be me and Al being old blokes on there yeah lovely you got to have a fruity drink a fruity cocktail depends <laughs> <laughs> Drink out of a coconut from your um, you <laughs> shandies, yeah, <laughs> uh, from your tiki bar, which is where he records all the shows. By the way, just want to let you know, yeah, it's a, it's a tiki <laughs> I'd love bar. one of them in the comic room. God, That'd be great. Yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, you can find me online at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening this week. Thank you to to Sue for joining us and telling us all. Yeah, about it's us. nice. Cheers, Sue. Hope, hope to see some some of you there. And, Go uh, buy your ticket for for Lawless now. 
Well done, Dan. He's, he's, he's getting good at this shit, isn't he? Yeah, okay. just, <laughs> 400 <laughs> shows in. Sometimes he's the one the road that keeps, to keeps on the rails. He's the one Fuck me, the I just put my uh, music on random, and I, I've got a couple of episodes on uh, my phone, and it came up and it's like, welcome to uh, episode 205. I was like, fucking right. hell, that was a blast in the past. We were children back then, weren't we? Can you remember? You won't be able to remember who the episode, the guests were. Is that two hundred forty? It was Jeff Senior and uh, oh yeah, the other chap Simon Furman. Furman, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Blimey, blimey. But um, yeah, if you if you're new to the show, thank you for listening. And yeah, there's a whole catalogue of different topics and different careers. So please go back and check them out. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't actually make any promises on the quality. You've listened to this one, so you know exactly what you're in. Yeah. It's all subjective. We're, we're, we're consistent. That's what I like, to <laughs> yeah. I like to think, because we've never been any good. Uh, <laughs> but we're still here. But we're still yeah. here. And join us next week for more comic book discussion um, from Dan, Tony, and myself. Wherever you are in the world, we hope you're doing happy. You're happy, healthy, doing okay, and reading some comics that make you happy. And having yes. a, a good comics experience because that's all we want for you because we love you very much, don't we, Dan? Hell yeah, Tony. You no. want them. You want them to uh, be happy, don't you? Yeah. Who exactly? Reading comics. Our lovely listeners. Most some of them. Most of them. What about what about that one? Yeah. This you know they're listening now. They can hear you, Tony. You Who mean? can? Not that one. Yeah, that one. What Come about on, her? Go. Ah. Anyway, (laughs) have a brilliant week, everyone. And uh, read loads of comics, make loads of comics, and as always, set Dan off. Made a funny noise there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's another funny noise. What should they do, guys? Stay Stay awesome. awesome. See you next week. See ya. Bye then.